Well, hello. Hi, everybody. Good morning. <laughs> yes. It's too early for You're me. Listening. Yes. <laughs> You're listening to Talk Crooked, the social justice and comedy podcast where two friends laugh, cry, and rage about an unspeakable subject. While enjoying adult beverages. My name is Kay. I'm Carrie. And it's- I do not have an adult beverage because it's 9.30 in the morning and I'm currently nursing a child. Yeah, yeah, me neither. I have to As go we to speak. work today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I am yeah. having a uh, cherry diet Dr. Pepper to wake myself up. Um, Fun. Yeah. I am not. <laughs> I can't reach anything, so oh. I'm... Just sitting here. Um, <clears throat> I also had some oatmeal. That was delightful. Before had I some cereal. Yeah. Had some cereal, too. Oh, we cereal. had to record this in the morning because uh, my husband's aunt is coming to help me watch the baby today, and she's supposed to be here at noon. Mm. Um, she just offered. She just picked a day and decided to come up and help because she wasn't. she wants to see her and see the house, and that's fine. It's just... I guess there's just a lot going on. We had to squeeze in our recordings this week. Yeah. And I've started back to school and I'm working and I don't get off yep. until like 1030. So. Yeah. And that doesn't work. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, Lord. Because they just fired a bunch of people where Kay works. So now she has like yeah. a thousand shifts. Yep. And. <laughs> Which is. I, I and mean, I'm working on a house. I mean, it is what it is. At least I'm getting paid. Like True. Yeah. The paycheck's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Get paid tomorrow. Ooh, maybe I get paid tonight. That would be delightful. Ooh. Direct deposit, baby. That's exciting. I get paid tomorrow, too. I love yes. direct deposit. I can't believe I, my last job, they, d- they gave us checks. Oh, seriously? Yeah, physical checks. Wow. My friend's I job. Mo- I had to mobile deposit them every week. My friend's job does that to her too, and I'm like, it would be cheaper for you to not mm-hmm. have to pay extra money for checks. For checks, yeah. Um, yep. And you wouldn't have to spend all morning signing all of them. Yeah. Uh, but no, that's too new. We don't do that. Apparently, and they're like, okay, like. I mean, no wonder the business is going under. <laughs> Seriously. I can't even with that. Yeah. And I don't know if it has to do with the fact that they would be held more accountable or what it is. But, like, they would always go in and, like, doctor our time and all kinds of illegal stuff. Oh, my our God. Our commission wasn't paid on time, like, ever. It was great. It was really great. That sounds delightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't get commissioned for a job until, like, three months after it had shipped. Oh, my God. Naturally. Isn't that good times? Yeah. Well... Such good times. Yeah, on the but subject of I love of my job now. Yeah. <laughs> Killing it now, so yeah. we're good. <laughs> my job's... My job's good. I like where I'm at right now. Um, it yeah. would be nice if old men didn't ask me to take off my clothes. Um, yeah. Just while working the register, but, um... I don't uh, think that's a world we're ever going to live in. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So. Sadly. Yeah. I just don't think it's ever going to happen. I don't think so either. 
There will always be weird old men asking young women to take their clothes off while working in Dollar General. <laughs> that will always be a thing for some reason. We can do our best and not have the boys will be boys mentality, but yeah. I'm just saying. We're a long way from that, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, maybe, but maybe we're on our way with this new president. I hope so. In about 200 years, maybe we'll have gender <laughs> equality in this country. Maybe. <laughs> oh, Lord. No, don't restart. <laughs> Let's cross this off your list. Let's not. <laughs> Stupid computer. All right. Uh, so this week, we are talking about... Student, student debt. Debt. Oh, so boy. So I don't have student death. Stu- student death. Wow. <laughs> student debt. <laughs> My husband has some student debt, and I have lots of friends who have student debt, but thankfully, I am very privileged, and, and I don't. So this was quite the eye-opener. Yeah. Um, I know you've got some student debt. I don't have very much, though. I got lucky. No. Um, I... I grew up in Kentucky, for one, and I made good grades in high school, so I got automatic scholarships Jeez. from that, and also got extra for my ACT score and the nice um, AP classes that I took. And then I also, instead of going straight to Western, I went to Sky CTC, where my tuition was fully covered uh, with the scholarships that I had and I also I got paid to go to college pretty much yeah that's awesome yeah especially because my mom doesn't make a lot of money um so FAFSA (laughs) helps with that uh this was the only year I've had to take out any student loans and I only took out 5,500 so it I mean oh wow yeah so that's really lucky Mm mm-hmm so I mean worst case scenario I pay $50 a month for the next 10 years and they're done. Or yeah, I can not pay bad. it off. Yeah. Or I can pay it off quickly and not have to deal with it forever. But I mean, either way, I'm not fucked like a lot of people are. And I realized that I was very lucky and yeah, had more resources I, than mo- most people think that they do or have. Right. Yeah. 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 Me too. Like, I just was really lucky that my parents listened to Dave Ramsey stuff and then opened a college fund and dumped money into it every month. Yeah. Like when I was a child, when I was really little, they put like a little bit in there every month and then that built up and they just paid cash for my college. So they really wanted to make sure that me and my brother didn't have any student debt when we got out of school. Like that was a big, that was a big priority for them. So, um, I mean, my parents aren't like super rich or anything. Mm -hmm. They just, you know, they, they prioritized that. So, um, and they worked hard. They built up their money and they, you know, they don't mm-hmm. just shop constantly or have a bunch of subscription boxes or any, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they just, they really don't, they, they don't blow their money. So they, yeah. they, uh, they really wanted to make sure that that was a thing that happened and they made it happen. So, um, I was really lucky in that way. Um, Josh is in a somewhat similar, similar boat. Um, he does have some student debt because, um, he kind of took too long. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> which happens when you're working full time and going to school full time. So, yeah. um, but well, and I think he was part time for a little while at school 
because mm-hmm. he was working so much. But um, and he never did fully finish his degree. He has like three classes left and just won't go back. So whatever. <laughs> um, he has a re- you know what? He has a really really good job, mm-hmm. and uh, doesn't really seem like he needs it. Yeah, it's just annoying. Because it's like three gen ed classes that he doesn't have, but whatever. Okay. Um, and what's even more annoying is that our job would pay for it. Oh, yeah. And I bet he would get a nice pay raise, too. Yes. But whatever. <laughs> See, I was supposed to have... He's like, I just want to want to go back. I'm like, babe, yeah. no one wants to go back to take an English class. No. Like, <laughs> one of them's an English class. He could take it online. I could do it for him. <laughs> Whatever. Um, okay, so the average student debt in the United States, do you have a guess? Oh, probably like $200,000. No. No, really? no, no. Way too high. That's okay. way too high. Yes. Uh, 60. Lower. 50. Lower. 30. Yep, 32. Oh. 32,731. Wow. So, yeah, that's the average. Mm -hmm. Of course, there's um, people that make that higher, like doctors and things like that. Like, I have Mm -hmm. a friend. She's in nuclear medicine. And her husband is a minister. And, like, they've paid off his Mm -hmm. student debt. But there is no way. They've said multiple times there's no way they'll ever pay off hers. Oh, yeah. Ever. Especially with the interest and stuff. There's just no way. They put, like, the minimum on there. And they're like, "That, that will still be there when we die. Wow. Oh, also, fun fact. Um, If you're the person that goes to school and takes out student loans and then quits halfway through the semester and keeps doing that until they cut you off, um, you're an asshole and you better not have any kids because they will make your kids pay all of that back before they can get any financial help. Oh, shit. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is the thing that happens. Well, that's fucked up. Yep. Um, so, I mean... Wow. See, this is why we need the student loan forgiveness thing, and we need a culture shift, and that's what I'm going to talk about. So, here yeah. we go. So, um, so, the average student debt in the United States is 32731 while the median student loan debt is about seventeen grand. Uh, with the rising costs of tuition and total student loan debt up around <laughs> 302% since 2004. That makes me sweat. Yeah. And I don't even have it. <laughs> we decided to break down the data to get a better understanding of different levels of student debt across different types of borrowers. So here we go. Mm-hmm. So here's some quick quick stats. Um, by the way, this is from ValuePenguin.com. I found this. <laughs> um, it was updated Penguin. January. Yes, I know. I love it. Uh, it was, it's uh, This was all like collected by Justin Song, and it was updated January 4th of 2021. So this okay. is like up-to-date Recent. shit. Yeah. Yes. So um, so the average student debt, student loan, bar- uh, average student debt per borrower, like we said, is 32731 mm-hmm. Total student loan debt. Across the country here. Oh. 1.52 trillion dollars. So half of the national debt. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. The number of student loan borrowers, 
the number of people who borrow mm-hmm. is 44.7 million people. I'm one of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, so Connecticut apparently has the highest student loan debt for the class of to- to- uh, 2017 at 38,510. Oh, wow. Um, student loan debt for borrowers 60 and over has increased. Oh, God. 60 and over has increased by 1,256%. Oh, From no. 2004. Because you know what happened in the early 2000s is we had this whole culture shift in education where we wanted to make, we started pushing kids to go to college. Everyone yeah. needed to go to college. Yep. And that's still and that's a thing. the problem. We still have these stupid tests. When I was teaching, that are called the college and career readiness tests. Yeah, it's I took those. bullshit. You can't test if someone is ready for college. Mm-mm. You can't, because guess what? It's not just about book learning. Mm-hmm. You have to be emotionally ready. Yeah, and you have to know what you want to do. I was not. And guess what? At eighteen. At 18, a lot of people aren't emotionally ready for that. No. And at 18, you don't know what you want to do for the rest of your life. That's why a lot of us have degrees that we're not fucking using. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's I'm not I using... Teach. I mean, I use my degree. Mm-hmm. I apply my knowledge that I got from my degree, but I am not an English teacher, which is what yeah. my degree is for. And I mean, I've changed my major a million times. So that's many times. That's part of why I'm still in college. Um, I thought I wanted to go into business, and I got into business, and I said, this is bullshit, and quickly got <laughs> out. Um, and then I decided... Yeah, there are a lot. Yeah, I decided, well, fuck, if I'm going to have to do college, then I'm going to go for what I want to do, and I'm getting a mm-hmm. creative writing degree and a sociology degree. Yeah. Um, do what you want. That's the yeah. bottom line. Like so many people are like, well, I wanted something that was marketable and then they get out and they fucking hate it. Yeah. And they realize they're not getting paid anything cuz no one will pay us anything. Yeah. Everyone wants to have like their rental properties and then charge an arm and a leg for it and then they're like, why don't people like why aren't people putting money into the economy or like why are people like why are millennials not buying houses? And we're like, well, we don't have any money. Yeah. You won't no pay, pay us. us. I'm getting $10 an hour in a full-time position. Yep. Yep. I'm No one wants to pay anyone a livable old. wage. Yeah. I, I was getting more money. like 11 maybe $12 an hour for a full-time position. My- a position that should have been three people's jobs. Yeah. That's what that's what while my doing boss now. while all the bosses took home a six figure salary it's and talked about how much money they made. Yeah. 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 Mom yeah. mom and I were talking about Jeff Bezos and how like I-, I don't think that he should have as much money as he has. That's bullshit. Cause I know he's is, not who paying. Who is that again? Uh he is Is that the, the Amazon guy? Yeah. He is the owner of Amazon, yeah. who has profited greatly off of COVID. Um, I mean, I don't, you know, we can't hate on him on yeah. uh, on that. He owns an online business, yeah. online business, and you can literally get anything from Amazon. Of course, he's profited from COVID. Yeah, but but also he has, <laughs> he is like the first trillionaire, and he 
He, I'm. I know. He I'm sorry. Pay. When you hit 999 bill, when you hit 999 million, you don't get to make any more money. Yeah. Everything you make above that goes back into the economy or to your workers. That's yeah. how I feel. Sorry yeah. if that makes me a communist, but that's too rich. You yeah. can't be richer than the fucking president. Yep. And like he doesn't. I know he doesn't pay his workers that well. And mom was no. like, "Well, why shouldn't he?" have all that money i mean he worked for it i'm like well not really he didn't work for it except all. not totally <laughs> he has employees that helped make that happen and he doesn't pay them well and he puts insane expectations on them that's yeah. why i really try like if we're getting a bunch of random stuff i try to make it into separate shipments mm-hmm. because um like if they have like a certain amount of time that they have to pick up their stuff mm-hmm. and there it could be like a vibrator over here and a thing of cheerios over here and a dog collar and you know what i mean and it's yeah. like across the entire warehouse and they still only have like five minutes to get there yeah so like i really try to everyone should do this like try and break up your shipments it's mm-hmm. free shipping anyway yeah so break up your orders so that the workers aren't dying <laughs> <laughs> yeah i always break up my orders yeah. Um, so do we. Yeah. But, like, it, so, that's just how I feel. <laughs> I mean, that's a thousand percent how I feel, too. You don't get to have that much money. That's yeah. insane. You don't need that much money. You can very comfortably live on $999 million. <laughs> Very comfortably. See, I mean, I'm not even saying a hundred grand. Mm-hmm. Like, $999 million. Mm-hmm. That's the cap. The rest of that that your company makes on the top of that goes to your workers sir and bonuses, because guess what if you yeah. pay your workers really 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 well they'll want to work really 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 hard for you and never yeah. leave exactly give them a really really good health care plan something it's just so much greed but anyway we're off the topic okay <laughs> so um so this is an increase that thirty two thousand that we were talking about earlier mm-hmm um, that's a 20%, an increase of approximately 20% from just from 2015 to 2016. Wow. Most borrowers have been, have between 25,000 and 50,000 outstanding in student loan debt, but more than 600,000 borrowers in the country are over $200,000 in student debt. And that number may continue to increase. Oh yeah. It's that interest. That really yeah the interest the interest is insane yeah. I don't understand why they put such a high interest rate on them because that's what's killing people mm-hmm. you're a fucking college student yeah and we get out and we get entry level jobs where do you think we're gonna be get be paying thirty percent interest or whatever it is like that's yeah. insane it's greed they're not there to help you they are there to make money mm-hmm. Just remember that, that anyone that loans money, they make money. The, the way that they make money is off of the interest. Yep. Exactly. That's what happens when, when you buy a house. You, you, you take out a mortgage, and then the interest is how the bank makes money. Not by housing your, your, your money in there. Like, how, how do you think they pay their employees? Yeah. Late fees, mm-hmm. overdraft fees, and interest. So, the last job we worked, people were like, y'all make money off these late fees. And we were like, yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, not me personally. Yeah, the company does, personally, yes. Personally, yeah. 
But not off your dollar. No, yeah, sir. No. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> but it is lost revenue mm-hmm. that you had. You technically rented it for a month. Yep. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. So in total, the student loan debt outstanding in the country was $346 billion in 2004 and has ballooned to $1,386 billion as of oh. late 2017. This represents a 302% increase in the total student loan debt in just 13 years. On average, the total student loan balance has increased by 80 billion dollars each year since 2004 yep. 80 billion every year so let's look at our state because they've got it broken down by state okay so i'm gonna find kentucky hey baby did you wake up a little bit yet mm-hmm. hi i saw you talking you're so cute okay so we are number, what is it? We are number 27. Oh. In the country. So Kentucky, um, the percentage of residents with debt in Kentucky is 64%. And the average debt in Kentucky is 27,720. Lord. Uh, that just, it makes me sick looking at, like, the amount of debt that I have, like, in total, and it's not even close mm-hmm. to that. Like, I couldn't imagine just having one of my debts being that high. Oh, I know. Me neither. It's crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy. All right. So that's enough sweating. Let's yeah. uh, talk <laughs> about why. <laughs> so... That's the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. There it is. Okay. <laughs> He's a funny baby. Oh. He's so funny. Hi, pretty girl. All right. So, this was a really interesting article, blog entry thing that I found. Um, this is by Jarrett Scorup. Okay. Um, it was written October 24th, 2019. So, um... Let's just talk about this. This is about, this is largely about like why. Okay. <laughs> the student debt is so high, and we've already touched on it a little bit, but I think I think he he puts it in a really concise way. So, okay. Um, student debt has been increasing for decades, largely driven by the cost of higher education. While perhaps not a not a quote unquote crisis, it is certainly a problem. But there are some potent. But here, but blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but there are some potential solutions to the issue. Student loan debt has soared from around 260 billion in 2004 to around 1.5 trillion today. So has the typical amount of debt per student, which is 20 grand to 25 grand. About 10% of students default on their loans and taxpayers are losing billions every year on federal loans. Not cool. Not at all. Not cool. So, student loans are making up an increasing amount of consumer debt, about 11% of the average total debt balance from less than 5% back in 2003. Which is crazy. Yeah. 
In the meantime, college tuition and fees have grown an average of more than 7% a year since the 1980s, which is twice the rate Twice the rate of inflation and even faster than the increase of healthcare costs. Starting to see the issue. Uh-huh. <laughs> and also... But despite what... Sorry. sorry keep going. Um, also, I mean, my school that I'm going to right now, um, <laughs> the budget has not been done well. Uh, the last president of our college paid... Or... Um, decided to build a bunch of new buildings and parking lots that they didn't have the money for because of one-time donations. So then they started hounding their alumni for the same amount of donations they'd just given. And so now we're in more debt. And so now they had to raise the tuition, which fucked the students who are barely able to use the parking lots and buildings that they've built. Especially, one, because COVID, but two... They oversell parking passes, and yeah, parking is impossible. So, I mean, that's yeah. part of the problem. That was a huge issue when I was going there, too, yeah. Yeah. And I get calls every month, and I'm like, no, bro, I paid all my shit. Mm-hmm. You're not getting any more money from me. Yep. Absolutely not. Make it work on the tuition that you have coming in. <laughs> or don't buy it. Yep. Um, okay, so let's see. I lost my place. <laughs> okay, uh, but despite what advocates for more government spending on universities assume, there is no correlation between a state's spending on colleges and its number of graduates. The issue of student debt is misunderstood in many ways. When I do a Google search of, quote, student debt problems, Uh, The stories are heavily focused on six-figure debts. Mm -hmm. Those are actually rare cases. Most students graduating with more than 100 grand in debt have completed advanced degrees. So that's like medical school, law school. Yeah. That kind of thing. And that is not everybody. No. Um, They will likely be fine. Maybe they won't land, land their dream job, but they're still highly employable and will be able to pay off their debt because Mm -hmm. they're going to make like 100 grand a year. Yeah. 200 grand a year. Um, Even graduates with the typical amount of debt should be able to pay off their loan. Remember, they are joining a still somewhat exclusive club, the 30 to 40 percent of Americans who have college degrees. Mm -hmm. The bigger issue is one that hardly gets discussed. The nearly half of students who start college but don't graduate. That's what you were talking about. Yeah. Many have modest amounts of debt, but they have also left school without the most valuable result of a college experience, the degree. Mm -hmm. They have also incurred an opportunity cost, which is the time spent incurring debt in school when they could have been learning a skilled trade or gaining experience in some line of work. Exactly. The difficulties the yeah, the difficulties these people face represent the bulk of the student debt problem. They are the least likely to make their payments, and even a small debt can snowball when a person doesn't pay it because of interest. Uh So why has student debt grown? A key reason is the rise in tuition costs, and there are two main reasons for this. For one, there has been a massive increase in government spending, mostly as grants, loans, and direct subsidies. Mm -hmm. What do you think about it, Remy? 
She says, I think it's funny. I'm playing with mama's fingers. <laughs> um, a key reason is the rise in, t- in tuition costs. And there are two main reasons for this. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, grants, loans, and direct subsidies. Federal, state, and local governments have increased spending on higher education from $70 billion in the late 1970s to $200 billion today, oh. adjusted for inflation. It's adjusted for inflation, but still. Yeah. Oh, that is adjusted for inflation. So that's the same. Wow. That's insane. According to a study from the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, for every dollar in federal loans and grants, schools have increased tuition by about 60 cents. The other main reason for higher tuition is simply the increased demand for colleges and universities. Over the past few decades, the number of students applying for and going to college has increased dramatically. It's simple supply and demand. Demand for seats at colleges has increased, but there has been no corresponding increase in the number of colleges, so colleges can charge more, and they do. There's no easy solution to all this. But some things can be done. The state and federal governments should pull back their loans and appropriations, or at least target them more directly at needy students who stand a good chance to graduate. Mm-hmm. Colleges should colleges should have to compete over students and dollars. Governments can encourage this by tying money to students rather than making blanket appropriations to universities. And the true costs and value of universities should be known and publicized. <laughs> yes. Yeah. These include yearly tuition, student fees, costs of food and housing, debt incurred by the typical graduate at college, and how long it takes for the typical student to graduate, and how long it takes to pay off student debt. Truthfully, not as a sales pitch. Exactly. I, I, but the... What? Sorry. No, you're okay. Go uh, ahead. Keep going. Sorry. No, go ahead. What are you gonna say? Um, I, I guess we we decided to talk about this topic because we were listening to John Oliver's segment on student debt and like for profit mm-hmm. colleges. Um, and for profit colleges are the worst about like, um, advertising that oh when you come to us like you're gonna have this great degree and you're gonna get this great job and our success rate is blah 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 and it's just it's all bullshit and it's a sales pitch yeah Yeah. it's a business it it should not be a business education is not a business education no it's not education and that's what i have to say about that sorry (laughs) (laughs) yes i agree um, so the bigger change has to be made has to be making a cultural adjustment, and here it is right here. Mm-hmm. Families and students need to know what they are signing up for when taking out loans. Yeah. Only then can they make an informed decision. And the idea that every person needing a four to six year bachelor's degree for success in life should be de-emphasized because it's not fucking true we need electricians we need plumbers we need contractors we need road pavers we need all that stuff not everyone needs to go to college it's not for everyone we need factory workers yeah we need all this stuff we need to start bringing business back to america instead of doing all of our our manufacturing and stuff overseas if COVID has taught you nothing that is a big one yeah 
besides the fact that they use, you know, children to do labor and pay them a dollar a minute, a dollar an hour or whatever, mm-hmm. like it's if that, like that's that's not okay. It needs to be brought back here and put into our economy so that we can boost our economy and our economy won't die when there's a pandemic. Yep. For fuck's sake, Republicans. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, hashtag not all Republicans, but still. <laughs> know what you're voting for, for fuck's sake. Yeah. All right. So, um, <laughs> ugh, can't. So, um, it's training and skills that lead to jobs, which lead to more skills, which leads to better jobs. And there are lots of ways to obtain that. To obtain that. College is one, but not for everyone. Changes may be underway. As noted in Bridge, Michigan, six, quote, six of Michigan's 15 public universities are showing double-digit enrollment drops. Oh. Only four of the state's universities have seen enrollment be- increase by 1% over the past 10 years, unquote. A new poll in Michigan asked residents what advice they would give a graduating high school senior. It found that 44% suggested that the graduate earn a certificate of a skilled trade, 28% recommended attending a community college, and only 23% would urge going to a four-year university. While the higher education bubble may not be bursting, it could be deflating, which is a good thing. Mm -hmm. Because guess what? Colleges should not be for profit. And they should only be, those professors should only be spending time on the kids that want and need to be there. Exactly. Um, I I cannot recommend highly enough starting at a community college and then going to a four-year university. Absolutely. Because one, Absolutely. You, you get scholarships that way. I, I got very decent scholarships doing that. Um, and also, the community college classes are closer to like your high school classes than they are really to college classes like they it just gives you a little more it's time a better to transition prepare. yeah yeah so like they're don't get me wrong they're a higher level than high school classes but it does it's an easier transition than just high school and then college it because it's a costs a lot less yeah so you get all your gen ed stuff out of the way and then you can go if you decide to continue mm-hmm. you can go to a higher you higher level university and finish your degree yeah finish out your higher level classes there mm-hmm. instead of spending top dollar on gen- general education classes yeah that way, when you now, actually get to your university, you're doing what you want to do. You're not having to focus exactly. on the gen eds. Exactly. So, I will say this: mm-hmm. I am a I am a one one school person. Mm-hmm. I went I went to WKU for my whole degree, and that's mostly because I had the resources to do that. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to get scholarship. I couldn't get scholarships. I made my parents made just enough too much money, and I made just enough two bad grades, Mm -hmm. meaning, like, I had a 3.5 GPA. It's not like I had a 4.0. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like I had a 4.0 and no money. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't – I wasn't getting full rides or anything. I wasn't getting anything. I got some keys money to pay for my books, and, like, that was it. Mm -hmm. And even then, like, your books are outrageous. Buy them from – you could buy them used from Amazon, and then you used to be able to sell them back on Amazon and get way more – way more money for them but now like amazon wants business p 
people. So you could sell them mm-hmm. on eBay or something, I guess. But you know what I mean? Sell mm-hmm. them back online. Don't sell them back to the bookstore because they are they are cranking. You'll pay 400 bucks for a textbook and then they'll give you 20 bucks back for it. Yeah. Oh, I just rent. It's absurd. I don't really buy you books anymore. You can rent anymore. them. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, That's really smart. I, I only... You can't write in them or anything, though, can you? No, you can. As long as you don't, like, oh, destroy them. Um, right. Okay. I, I pretty much only buy books if they're cheaper to buy them, and I know I'm going to, like, keep them. Um, yeah, like, I kept all my lit books and my, uh, like, handbooks for how to cite things and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I'm not my psychology keeping, book, of course. Yeah, I'm not keeping my lit survey books. I, I mean, they're way too expensive to buy, so I just rented those. Oh, yours were? Yeah. Um, Mine were not that bad. But in an in an English course, here's the thing: Mm -hmm. in an English course, you could end up with twenty books for one course. Yeah, especially if you take like poetry or something, you've got to buy like these books, these little bitty books of poetry. Or Mm -hmm. I took, you know, theater, some kind of theater history class, history Mm -hmm. of theater or something, and I had to buy all these different scripts that we had to read. Which I mean, you know, they were like five bucks. I found them used for one of them. I found used for a penny. Mm So nice. <laughs> I paid like $4 in shipping. So it was a $4 yeah. book. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's like, there's just a lot of extra costs that you don't think about. And there's a lot of tricks. Mm-hmm. And it's important that teachers in high schools are teaching their kids these tricks. And it's important that as teachers, we don't for, we don't need to emphasize that if you don't go to college, you're a loser. Yeah. That's not true. You can, There are plenty of people that work in factories, that work at the plant that Josh and I work at, that mm-hmm. make really really good money yeah doing like you know labor and you know what they love their jobs we have a great work environment where we are there are places that treat people well like it's a very highly sought after place to work because they treat everyone (laughs) so well they pay people well they have good benefits there's there are great places to work we have to get past this mentality that everything we do has to somehow change the world. Yeah. Like, what happened to this mentality of just, like, living a good life? You know what I mean? Yeah. Spending time with your family and... I just want to exist. Having a roof over your head. Like, yeah. that's all I want. I want... All I want in life is to spend time with my kids, have a good marriage, and, like, be able to, like, have a quiet cup of coffee on my couch every now and then. Like, that's yeah. my goal. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just, don't need to turn the tide of the world. Yeah, no, I I mean, I think that's... Highly... I don't need to make a million dollars. Like, I just want to have a comfortable life. Yeah. I think a lot of that is from, like, this huge um, push in, like, reading um, and young adult literature. Because in a lot of, like, popular young adult literature, your main characters are these heroes they're they go from zero to a hundred they're they're just so fascinating and their lives are so cool and our lives are just kind of dull we feel like yeah (laughs) in comparison a lot of the time yeah and um and i think that's part of why people are all these everybody's like trying to get famous right now and um like on tiktok well there's this whole boom of like being an influencer and being a a YouTube star and you know like mm-hmm. there's all this these ways to like self make 
like especially on TikTok and stuff, mm-hmm. you can like boost your followers so fast and make all this money, and mm-hmm. then but then you have to like keep all that up. Yeah, and I don't think people realize how much work goes into that. Oh yeah, like think about how much work goes into this podcast, and we just do it for fun. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a lot of work, and people don't realize that, and then they're like, oh well, I'll just be a YouTube star, or you know what I mean, mm-hmm. or or something like that, and then they don't realize how much content that means yeah. that you have to make. Exactly. And, and potential censor- censorship because YouTube is a business. They're mm-hmm. not, you know, they're not bound by free speech laws and things yeah. like that. It's it's a business. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, sorry, small rant for a second. No, it's okay. Every, there are people that got mad and are saying bullshit about how Trump got blocked from Twitter mm-hmm. forever. Twitter is a business. Yep. It's a business. And guess what? Free speech does not mean that you can say whatever the fuck you want whenever you want. You mm-hmm. cannot, for example, spread lies and deceit that incites terrorism and riots. Yep. That does not fall under a constitutional right that we have in this country. You cannot do <laughs> that. That does not fall under the Constitution. It doesn't. <laughs> it just Just not. like you cannot go and stand outside of a synagogue and talk about how awesome Hitler was. You cannot do that. <laughs> a rock band cannot incite a riot that then destroys a bar. <laughs> that is not how it works. Yeah, no. Um No. No. And mom was So no, you don't get to have Twitter anymore. Yeah. Mom- I don't care how much money you have. Mom was real upset cuz um a lot of, like, conservative YouTubers were getting shut down. Like, their Facebooks were getting shut down. Their videos were getting removed. And I was like, Mom, that happens every day in the horror Every day. It happens in every every community on YouTube. It's not just that. No, it's not. It's... People get demonetized for all kinds of stuff. One of the people that we follow, Loie got demonetized because she talked about a lady who was stalking her. Yeah. And then they demonetized her video, but she has a friend who talked about, who has the same stalker and talked about the same thing, and his didn't get demonetized. It happens yeah. all the time. Yeah, which that YouTube whole, stuff is fucked. <laughs> that whole situation is fascinating, and I'm so proud of all of them for like banding together and being like, okay, we're going to the FBI up, yes. because you are distributing child porn and you're being an asshole. So yes. <laughs> Yeah, that was so crazy. But yeah. still, like, so everyone needs to, like, get off their fucking high horse and stop listening to Fox News. That shit happens every day. People yeah. are blocked from Twitter every single day. People are blocked from YouTube every single day. Mm-hmm. It's not since it's it, their businesses. You can call that censorship if you want, but they're not news sources, you guys. Yeah. They're not intended. They were never intended to be news sources. Nope. It might feel like they are, but they're really not. It's social media. Yeah. Not a news source. Now, if newspapers started not publishing news, you know what I'm saying? Or started changing the news, that is censorship and that is happening and that is what should be pissing you off. We're off topic and we need a break. (laughs) (laughs) BRB. Hello. Hi, everybody. We're back. Okay. So, Carrie did (laughs) 
<laughs> Carrie did a wonderful job on her segment. Congrats. Oh, thank you. Um, I I found some horror stories from students who overborrowed. Um, okay. Sorry, I was munching on a snack and had to get a drink. Okay. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> um, so I found this on iGrad.com. And this is called Real Life Student Loan Mistakes. Stories from Students Who Overborrowed. And this was compiled. Oh, shit. Yeah, this was compiled and written by Lindsay Donner. Uh, and it was updated last on September 28th, 2020. So I will say one thing we didn't touch on a whole lot was that sometimes uh, people uh, take out student loans to like pay for other expenses while they're in college like Mm -hmm. um like their rent yeah like living expenses they also use it to like pay for groceries they use it to Mm -hmm. um any kind of bills that they have just because it's really hard to go to school full-time and work um yes it is there was a time where i was working um two part-time jobs and going to school full-time and um oh someone's sad um and like now again I'm working full-time and going to school full-time but it is my last semester so I'm pushing through it um but it's it's very hard to do that um to do school and work. So, like, I get why people take out student loans to pay for stuff that they need. Um, a lot of my well, friends... right. And it's also really shitty to live on campus most of the time. Yeah. And way more expensive. Mm-hmm. So, you can move off campus and then apply some of your loan that would have gone to your housing at school mm-hmm. to your rent and all of that. It's just... It's a lot. It's a juggling act. Yeah. And I've got a lot of friends who took out student loans to help them live while they were in college. Mm-hmm. And um, I've got a friend who seriously regrets that now because she's still paying on her student loans. Um, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, and she helped me a whole lot um, when I was trying to figure out how much I should take out um, and what, which one I needed to take and which one I needed to stay far away from and... Right. Um, so I was very grateful for her when she helped me with that. Um, I- I'm grateful for her anyway. I'm <laughs> whatever the fuck. I'm so tired. Um, <laughs> it's oh, it's ten thirty in the morning. I but I worked so long yesterday. I've been working so much. That's fair. And reading so much. That's um, fair. <laughs> I forget how tiring college is. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, so I'm just going to jump into this now that I've said my piece. Uh, So the last thing we want to do is deter you from borrowing student loans. We know that in order for you to attend school, student loans are sometimes unavoidable. It is, however, very important that you understand what borrowing means to your financial situation and why overborrowing is simply unnecessary. If you can work while you're in college, work. So that you don't have to take out a bunch of student loans. Yes. Um, 
So take a look at some of the stories students tell about their student loans and how overborrowing has had a negative impact on their lives. Uh, so the quotes and excerpts were taken from interviews and research conducted by the author in October of 2010. So this has been a little while. Um, so this could be much worse now. Um, so this is by Joseph Orsolini, who is from College Aid Planners Incorporated. Um, I'm working with a young lady who recently graduated from an elite college with $172,000 of student loan debt. She's going to law school in January and will Whoa. Add, yeah. That's why you don't need to go to an elite college. There's no reason for that. They, like, don't offer scholarships at elite universities. No. At all. Mm-mm. That's how they keep them selective, apparently. Yeah. It's just bullshit, is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's going to law school in January and will add another $100,000 onto that total. Some people oh never learn. We got her no. loan payment down to $1,200 per month by having her go back to school at her local community That's college. That's a house payment! Yep. That was the entire stimulus. That's a <laughs> that high house payment. Year. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. That's more than my house payment. Yeah. Uh, by having her go back to school at her local community college so she could continue deferral on some of her loans. So she's still having to go to school while she's also trying to go to law school so that oh my she can defer some of them. Um, it was cheaper to pay that tuition than her student loans. I would never have let her get in this deep. Um... So this is from Chanel Schneider, who's a blogger and social media maven and founder of hashtag Jenny Chat. Um, I got kicked out of school one year before I would have graduated because I maxed out my ability to get any more loans. I've been living at home for three years after an attempt to move out didn't work. Heard that. Um, <laughs> I've gone from retail to temp back to retail and I'm finally on a track to getting a quote unquote real job, but the stress of calls from debt collectors and family pressure to get money, plus a big hiring push in the retail industry might make me go back. Yep. I wish I had known how bad of an idea it would be to take on loans when I started school. I would have just delayed going. $80,000 in debt later and I still don't have a degree? I would rather be without a degree and debt-free than in this boat that I'm in now. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Um, this is from Vince Merchandetti, who's the co-founder and blogger at Socks See, that's and the other thing, though, that people don't talk about is that if you run out of the ability to get more loans, you mm -hmm. could be in a ton of debt and have no degree because you're kicked out of the school. Yep. Because you can't pay. Exactly. Um... So this is from Vince Mer Mercandetti, co-founder co and blogger at Socks and Pinstripes. Um, something huh, okay. <laughs> something horrific. I woke up to a phone call on my 22nd birthday. Yes, I'm a late riser and it was a Sunday. Don't judge me. <laughs> from one of my <laughs> loan companies telling me that my loan had come out of forbearance for two months and I owed $900. Went from a fancy dinner for, to fast food in a span of 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, snap. Yep. Um, 
poor guy on his birthday. Yeah, that really sucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tim Terrell Smith of Tim's Strategy. I took out two loans in college. I distinctly remember that in between those two payments, I tried to write a $3 check to a local pizza joint and was denied. I had only a dollar in my account. Who knew? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they'll fuck you. Um, and not call you in the morning. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Melissa Bruo, I think is her name. Uh, she's a blogger and freelance writer. Um, my significant other took out major loans to attend a major tech school for engineering. He took out so many loans, in fact, that they decided they couldn't give him any more money with about 18 months of schooling left to pay for. He had to drop out and look for other job opportunities, but still has all that debt over his head. Moral of the story, a better, more expensive school is only a good idea if you can pay for it. The loans are a major reason he recently joined the Navy. He needed something that would pay him enough, soon enough, that he'd be able to make his loan payments. Originally, he wanted to become a cop, but he couldn't afford to not be earning money while in the police academy. So he's smart enough that he got into the Navy's nuclear engineering program, and they're forgiving all his federal loans. But he still has a ton of private loans. Uh, Citibank's automatic message calls at every hour of the day to remind him about them, even though he's explained and hasn't noted on his record that he'll be able to make payments starting December, when he'll be in boot camp and he begins making money again. Oh my god. Yep. Don't take out private student loans. Don't do that. Do it federally. Because then you have some chance of loan forgiveness. Um, so this is from Jen Peddle, community manager, marketing director, and tech sports travel fanatic. Um... I have private loans through Sally Mae, and for my first loan, I needed a co-signer since I was just 18, and I asked my mother, naturally. Years later, they switched the social security numbers and wreaked havoc on both of our credit, still 100% unresolved. What? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah. Um... (laughs) <laughs> Way it's, to be selfish asshole. Oh, it's about to get worse. What? Uh-huh. This is from Wendy Howland, who is an R-N-M-N-C-R-R-N-C-M-M. What the fuck? She's a, she's a nurse with lots of... Lots of letters. Lots of letters. Um, <laughs> and editor. She's a badass, it sounds like. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Um, some years back, I applied for a loan for grad school to Chase. Deadline was August 1st, and I had sent it in in April. Summer comes, and I haven't heard back, so I call them in July, and they say they never got it. So I hurry, 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 and get it out to them again on July 18th. And then I get a check for 4500 instead of the 5000 I asked for and needed. Called them immediately. They said, oh, we show that we did not receive your app until August 6th, and the new law passed says that as of August 1st, we get to keep 10% right off the top of any loan we make. Fine, then, says I. I only have to pay back 4500 
Oh no, they say, you owe us 5000 and the interest that accrues over the entire six-year repayment period. How? Oh my god, mm-hmm. what? Yep. How very convenient that they didn't receive my app until up until a week after that law went into effect. Mm. Mm. Scum. Moral mm. of the story. Everything you send, send registered mail, return receipt requested. If you send it... Absolutely. Ele- mm-hmm. If you send it electronically, use a receipt notification service like Read Notify to indicate when your email was opened. And never, ever bank with Chase. No. Yeah. Nope. Wow. Agreed. That is fucked. Complete and total bullshit. Um, And you know what? You can't be mad at the workers because that, because banks like that are insane. Yeah. And there's like, there's a whole thing about Wells Fargo where people were pushed and pushed and pushed to make these insane sales, sales goals. Yeah. They were completely unattainable to the fact that they, to the point where they, like, were pushing their families to open, like, credit cards and loans. Yeah. And stuff. Like, it was awful. Didn't they, like, get shut down for that? Yeah, they did. And now they're back and they think that they're better. They've got all these ads that says that they're better. Don't bank with them. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) They Um, have been fucking people for hundreds of years. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Literal hundreds of years, because they're an old-as-fuck bank. I remember there was a John Oliver bit where he was... uh, He was talking about the whole Wells Fargo scandal, and uh, they pulled a scene from The Music Man, where... Yes. um, Little Opie was singing about Wells Fargo, and... They let it run, and then they cut to John, and he just says, Fuck you. moment on that show (laughs) i love him so much i do too fuck you (laughs) Uh, oh goodness okay um so this is another one from joseph orsellini who's from college aid planners Uh, and we started with him i think so a graduate with seventy thousand dollars in student loan debt just started a teaching job her take-home pay is oh two- God. Yeah, her take-home pay is two thousand per month. Her student loan payment when she started her job in August was six hundred and eighty-five dollars. Nearly a third of her paycheck is going to pay back her student loans. I just got because a- teachers need to be paid more. Mm-hmm. I just got an email from her last week stating that her payment had jumped to 775 per month due to rising rates on the variable private loans. Nope. Yep. Nope. Um, Unacceptable. Yeah. Unacceptable. Also, $2,000 a month is not a livable income anymore. Nope. Absolutely not. Teacher salaries have not increased with inflation. And I'll keep saying it. And saying it and saying it until it fucking gets through everyone's heads. Yeah. Because a few months ago, everyone was saying teachers should be paid a million dollars. And now everyone's calling teachers lazy because they want to distance teach because they don't want to fucking die. Yep. And guess what? Their salary still hasn't increased. (laughs) They don't get hazard pay like cops and nurses do. Nope.
My mom's about to lose it. I wish she'd just retire. Yeah. I really do. I wish she'd just retire and then flip houses with me. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. That's all I want for her. She <laughs> would be so much less stressed. She would. She wouldn't have to take her work home either. She would be a whole different person. Oh, I bet. Her stress is so much a part of her now. It's so upsetting. Yeah. It's just... And it's hard to watch your mom Everything's so fucked. through that. It really is. It's really hard. And it's hard because she her stress manifests in a lot of rudeness. Mm-hmm. And it's not her. It's not her fault. She can't help it. Yeah. I was that way, too, when I was teaching. It's a very stressful job. Yeah. And it twists you. Absolutely it can twist you if you let it. Especially if you really care about the kids. It can twist you. And it will. Into a very bitter person. Because they don't care about our kids. Yeah. And they certainly don't care about teachers. Which they care about really funding sad. and test scores. Yeah. Yep. Um... So this last one is from Kathleen, who is a web designer for the office of the Montana Secretary of State, uh, which is a fascinating job, I bet. Um, mm-hmm. I finally returned to get my degree in 1989 at Rocky Mountain College when I was pregnant with my second son and in a very abusive relationship. I got my degree in 1990 and went off to graduate school at the University of Wyoming for two years. And then the Idaho State University for a year. Um, (laughs) Idaho. That's a funny name. Um, What? Idaho. Yeah? Okay. Come on, Kay. (laughs) Grow up. (laughs) I get to be 12 for a minute. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) Sure. Um, I took out every loan I can... I could to get away and survive with my two children, as it was impossible to get child support, even though I always worked at least two jobs. I would have been better oh off God. to go on welfare, and that agency would have collected the child support. Um, oh my God. My student loans in 1993 totaled 53000 <laughs> Hashtag make men pay. Yes, seriously. Make men have vasectomies <laughs> until yes. they are ready. Yep, it's reversible. Yep. <laughs> um, it's easier on their That bodies. should be the birth control. Yeah. Why are we on pills? Yeah. Why are we fucking our bodies with hormones when men can just go get their balls snipped temporarily? Fuck yeah. this. That just occurred to me. <laughs> I saw someone wow. on Twitter. I saw someone on Twitter. Fuck say, our culture in its asshole. <laughs> yes. Hard. I Continue. S- sorry. Uh, I saw someone on Twitter say that we should have like twelve-year-old boys get vasectomies until they are ready to be parents, and they were yep. like, "Oh, does that offend you? Then stop making laws about women's bodies." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop preaching about how we can't have abortions. Yep. When the issue is that you're teaching kids abstinence only, which is unattainable, mm-hmm. and then yelling at everyone who has abortions, and then you're mad that, pe- that people have to be on welfare because they can't afford all their kids. Yep. You can fuck yourself. 
Exactly. Um, even though I have 102 graduate credits, I could not finish my advanced degree due, due to a medical condition I had at the time and was unaware of until five years ago. Um, I had a small business for 10 years and could not afford to pay during that time, and I was also a single mother raising two sons. When I finally got a state job five years ago, my wages were garnished to the tune of $213.26 every paycheck, which is 12% of my pre-tax gross. The total now, with interest, is over $146,000, so it looks to me like I'll be working for the state of Montana until I am 89 if it stays at the current rate. But since the interest keeps compounding, I will never get to retire, ever. I can't get a credit card buy a car, or finish my degree either. So I don't have any of those what? things. What? Mm-hmm. Because it's completely fucked her credit score, right? Yep. This okay. is insane. Yeah. Okay. This is insane! hmm Of course, it also means I don't have a lot of other debt either. I'm glad I like my job. Um, I have one <laughs> son who is brilliant. Small silver linings. Yeah. I have one son who is brilliantly financially capable, and I am making sure the younger one is taking a local financial literacy course. Good. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Wow. That is so fucked up. Yep. And I'll end it there, because this last little bit, uh, we've already kind of beaten to death. Yeah. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. That's my segment. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I love you, baby girl. Yeah, that's why we're trying to get a college fund set up for this little one here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know the day so that I get pregnant. She doesn't have to deal with any of that. The day, you what? The day I get pregnant, I'm starting a college fund <laughs> for my kid. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Well, you can't. You can't until they have a social security number. Oh. Uh, so, the day you give birth. Well, I can still, like, start saving stuff, and then... Well, that's true. Yes, you can on your own, and then you yeah. can put it into a college fund. Yeah. All right, let's have a game, shall we? Yep. Okay. So, this is our game by Drunkstunder Stupid called If You Had To. Um... I think it's my turn. I think it's your turn, too. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> we should do better, but who cares? So, um, so if you had to, would you let each of your friends choose a tattoo to put anywhere on you? Oh, God. Yes. Um, <laughs> I choose that one. Or live in the Grand Theft Auto world as an innocent citizen? Nope, I picked the <laughs> tattoo. I don't know. I have good friends. What do you mean you don't know? Do you have friends that would seriously make you tattoo a penis on your face? No. You have friends with good taste, right? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll go you with don't the... trust it? <laughs> I'll go with the tattoo. I, I always... go with the tattoo, for sure. I could sure. always get it covered up if I don't like it. <laughs> exactly, or get it removed. Yeah. But you can't not die or get run over by a car. Yeah. In that other world. (laughs) I 100% picked the tattoo. That being said, I need a new tattoo. (laughs) Same. Goodness gracious. It's time. It's past time, baby. Mm -hmm. It's past time. Yeah. 
Well, thank you guys very, very much for listening. I know this was kind of a shorter episode, but um, I hope you guys are all staying safe. What's bringing you joy? Oh, uh, I'm going to Oregon. Your trip? Yeah, I'm yeah. very excited. First time I've ever flown by myself and the first time I'll ever be on the West Coast. So It's really fun to fly by yourself, just FYI. I'm excited. I'm being. I'm going to be on like four different planes. <laughs> yeah, that part's a little bit stressful, but yeah. it's all really easy. Like you mm-hmm. just match the numbers and letters and then you go there. Yeah, <laughs> and then you go to there. <laughs> and then you go to there and then you read a book all day and it's lovely. I'm bringing like all my schoolwork with me. I'm digitizing everything mm-hmm. so I can access it on my laptop and just try to get stuff done while I'm in the airport. Smart. Yeah. Pack lots of masks and your headphones. Yep. Yep, yep. Sounds yep. awesome. Yeah. What about we you? We are very very close to this house being move-in ready and i'm excited oh very very excited next week you're moving next week we're moving yeah so that's crazy i am painting walls painting ceilings painting cabinets and then we are moving the fuck in once they get the floor laid which shouldn't only take like two or three hours yay but it just needs to be the last thing so that we don't, like, risk getting paint or anything on it, you know? Yeah. So. That's yeah. so exciting. Yep. I can't wait Yay! to see pictures. I got, I got flooring. There was some flooring drama for the laundry room. Because mm-hmm. I've always wanted a brick floor in my laundry room. Don't ask me why. Uh-huh. Um, I just have always pictured it. And you can't get sheet vinyl linoleum that looks like brick. Oh. They call it brick, but it looks like the shitty linoleum that's in my kitchen right now. Oh. So it's not brick. But my dad is amazing, and he shopped around and found some peel-and-stick brick vinyl floor from Walmart, and it was like 185 bucks, and that was it. Nice. The sheet vinyl that I found was going to cost like $400. It was the only stuff that I liked. Oh. Because I had to not have brick, you know? Mm -hmm. I had to find something else. It was this really pretty, like, black hexagon tile with, like, some veining in it. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. But it only came in, like, 12-foot sheets, which is not what anyone gives a shit about. It was just, it was going to cost a lot, and we were going to have to waste a lot because of the size that it came in, you know? Yeah. So, I'm just really excited that we found this peel and stick, because now we got exactly the amount that we need, and it was cheaper, and it was what I wanted originally. So, I'm just really happy. I'm really excited. I can't wait to see pictures. I want to come see the house when it's ready. Yeah. I can't wait to get my new oven in. I'm, it's the first time in my life I'm going to have a brand new oven. I'm going to bake so much, y'all. <laughs> You're going to have to make those sugar cookies you got me mm-hmm. all excited about. Yep. They may not make it to you, <laughs> but I will make them. <laughs> Great baby. I'm really, really excited. So that's where I'm at. Yay. We'll see how much I get done today. Josh's aunt is coming to to watch the baby for me so I can so I can paint and focus. Good. And I've had a friend who's helped me all week with watching her while I work on things. It's just been such a huge help. Good. I'm really excited to get everything done so we can move in and I can get back to just snuggling her every night. <laughs> Yay. Snuggling and playing. That's what I want to do. Right, baby? We need to do that for a while, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> she has She's sitting in my lap, but she has just arched her back so that she's upside down. Oh. <laughs> in my lap. You're very silly. 
You're very silly. Silly, silly girl. Cute. But yeah, I'm excited to give my dog a yard that he and a house that he can actually run around and play in. I'm just really excited yeah. to move and not be in this house anymore. <laughs> it's so, time. Yeah, it is. It's time. It's past time. <laughs> <laughs> this is a long time coming. So yeah. Um. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We love you very, very much. And remember, you are not a monster. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Talk Cricket. Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcricket.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things cricket, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Cricket. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time.